Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Super Mario Adventures in Wonderland. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Tuesday, December 27th in the year 2022. Our world is descending into a steady pace of chaos. The elites are in panic. They're coming up with new ideas of how to keep everybody in, under control. And the question is, will people comply or will they finally stand up and defy and be the great people that God intended us to be? The questions we'll be exploring tonight. Lots of things to consider. Patriots, make sure you are stocking up on food. This is a critical time to be prepared. They are trying to pull every string possible and they want you to eat the bugs. I don't have any intention of eating bugs, but I do want to make sure that everyone is well prepared with my Patriot supply. Patriots, if you haven't heard, we're heading into the worst diesel fuel shortage in 70 years. And that's a big problem because if truckers can't get enough fuel, grocery stores could go empty. You need to stock up now on emergency food. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com and grab a special offer from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. You'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit with a wide variety of breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories a day for strength and energy. My Patriot Supply wants to help American families more by charging less. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. Order enough to get your family through the difficult times ahead. At least one kit per person in your home. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab all the four-week kits you need. MyPatriotSupply.com Patriots, food is security, both mentally and spiritually. And the time to prepare is now. My Patriot Supply, check them out. You will not be disappointed. Great products that can last up to 20 years on the shelf. So let's start with something about homeschooling or the need to be homeschooling. Listen to this report from Missouri. Really interesting what's starting to happen on another level of the disintegration of the current system. Take a listen. Coming in from Missouri where it was just announced uh, yesterday that one of the largest school districts in the state is going to a four-day week because they can't find teachers and they can't afford to pay the teachers. Um, Olathe School District is doing blackout dates for transportation, so there's not consistent transportation to school anymore because they can't find bus drivers. And I'm watching my neighbor right now, who's in fifth grade, and he just told me that his elementary school, which serves like a large portion of the urban core of Kansas City, is being closed after this year because they can't find teachers. And it is terrifying because it feels like access to public education is being purposefully removed. 
man, I want to celebrate with those words. Outstanding. That means parents are doing a good thing, and the teachers are getting, I'll tell you, right now the teachers are getting slaughtered in this system. Hmm, don't know why. Maybe they took the vax. But here's the deal, and, and this is really very serious, what I'm going to say here. You take a state like Oregon, and I'm assuming other states are very similar. California's similar. Washington's similar. Many states are similar that they have a state-run retirement program. In Oregon, it's called PERS, and it's part of the union's leverage. And In fact, in Oregon, it's, it's just disgusting. Teachers get 8% return on their money. They think this is good. But this is where, you know, this is the idea where we've created a socialist elite and their teachers. And, of course, what do we see happens with that? Then they start to groom kids. And they groom kids because they're dictated to what they need to teach and they don't want to challenge their their risk of losing their PERS. But the PERS in Oregon, as does in many other states, and I'm speaking of Oregon because I know Oregon, but I'm, I know enough to say that there's other retirement funds that work very similarly they tie into the sheriff's department. They tie into the police department. They tie into the, the fire department, teachers union, state officials. Well, let me tell you, this thing is going to come down because as the dollar collapses, there's not going to be money to pay all this stuff. These pensions are, were rated back in 2008. Everyone's like, oh, my goodness, it's a collapse. Oh, great. Obama's going to come in and save us. The great savior, Satan himself with his boyfriend, Michael as they pile drive each other at night, just disgusting. But anyway, we know Michael wore the pants and we know Obama was the Chetcher. We know that. But anyway, the whole point of this is that they came in there and what they ended up doing as part of the resetting they were too big to fail is they raided all of these global pensions and they've been propping them up with fake money, derivatives, all these other things that they can do to do this money magic to make it look like it's still going on, people that are paying into the system currently are actually supporting the people that are that are taking off the system. So this thing is about ready to explode. How fast? Like days? I don't. Probably not. Months? Maybe, but probably within the next year or two, you're going to start seeing some major tearing apart. And with that, you're going to see the. You're not going to see teachers sticking around. Let's be real. They're not going to get their paycheck. I mean, the only ones that'll be sticking around are going to be the groomers. Because they're going to be like slathering with the opportunity to, to rape some child again. So your pedophiles will stay because they just can't help themselves. The smart teachers that are part of the woke system will leave, which won't be any, any loss for anybody. But this is going to have a ripple effect across communities. And these are the things to start realizing that as the dollar is pulling apart, so falls many of the other systems. Take a listen to this little bit about Hollywood. It's quite interesting. Hollywood and the woke entertainment industry lost hundreds of billions in market value in the year of 2022. The market value of studios and other Hollywood associated companies declined from $1.35 trillion to $808 billion, a loss of $542 billion. Major studio streamers, cable providers, and other media giants lost a combined $542 billion in market value in the year of 2022, with left-wing studios, the Walt Disney Company, Netflix, and Comcast accounting for the bulk of the bloodshed. 
bloodshed. Hollywood's horrible year was the result of a one-two punch of a downturn in streaming market coupled with consumers continuing to cut the cord by millions. In addition, the advertising market has cratered as households cut spending as the costs of essentials like food and energy continue to skyrocket due to President Joe Biden's disastrous economic policies. Disney stock is on pace for its worst year since 1974. You can read the full article. I posted it to our Twitter, which is just at Shipwreck Show. But we've said this for a long time that this was going to start. Mainstream media is going to go right along with it. The majority of people out there right now get their news and their entertainment from social media apps. The entertainment and media businesses haven't been able to pivot. And in my honest opinion, it's been a long time coming. Oh, they've earned that one. They've earned all this destruction. I, you know, you got to think right now, what's your favorite four-letter word? And it's not a bad word. Don't worry. I'm not going to get you in trouble. This is still family-friendly. But children, I want you to listen because we know we have youth listening. Your favorite four-letter word should be actually two of them, guns and ammo. Those are good ones to have. But anyway, that's, that's oh, here's another good one, lead. <laughs> that's a nice one. I like that. So this is, this is uh, we'll give a great home education program today. This is it. Children, listen up. Your teacher's talking since they aren't at school anymore or they're trying to groom you. Be prepared. Man, I'll tell you, what a crazy world we are in. And things are getting crazy. The thing that I want to, to really make draw your attention to is the, the lockdowns that they're trying now are going to be a, a different level of stupid. We have the lockdowns for COVID that have absolutely failed. I mean, in Australia, they had like 10,000 new cases of COVID. And you're like, um, um, it's more than that, actually. But they stopped counting in September how many cases of COVID they had. I wonder why. Because they're injecting everybody with the problem. We know that. The death shot was the whole mechanism. But what they're starting to head towards now is climate lockdowns. I'm going to play a short part of this piece. Take a listen to this. This is coming, folks. And they've already been setting the narrative. If you didn't listen to the governor in New York, and I think Gretchen from Michigan and that governor are are brothers. I'm, I'm sorry, I mean sisters. <laughs> I'll tell you. Clones, there's something. Every time I turn around, like Tulsi Gabbard's on Fox News tonight, and everybody's drooling over Tulsi, and I'm like, those shoulders and that chin, I'm sorry, that doesn't look very feminine to me. Just saying. And then you got to, then you have to ask the question to Tulsi, which everybody should be asking. It's like, hey, Tulsi, didn't you marry a 14-year-old boy when you were in Iraq? And wasn't it John Podesta that put you in power in your first campaign run in Hawaii? And weren't you, wasn't the father of that 14-year-old kid a head of a cult in the Philippines? And then that kid's disappeared from the web because we can't find him or any evidence of him in your life, like pictures of you together, unless you knew somebody in Cyber Command, like I found, that was able to provide a picture, which was pretty cool. And even though it's not supposed to be on the web, but they found it anyway. And then she marries some other guy, and suddenly she becomes an American hero, and she's on Fox News. But wait a minute, she came from PSYOP Command. Huh, I'm sure she's telling the truth. Man, I'll tell you, what are we to believe? Quit playing the game, Patriots. Don't worship these people. They're all crazy. And they're all intended to take you down into the rabbit hole of hell. They aren't letting go of this power easily, and they're going to keep sliding the characters in and out. And if you're curious, I'll tell you one thing. If you want to be stunned, go check out what Einstein's wife looked like and tell me this thing doesn't have some history of having strange-looking women that look a whole lot like men. Just saying. I don't know. Just, just an observation. 
Could be just an ugly woman, but boy, does she have some shoulders and a jaw. I'll tell you that. So take a listen to this here on the climate uh, crackdowns. I think this is really important. Adrenaline pumping tonight because the new lockdowns are coming. Uh, Forget COVID lockdowns. Those are so last year. Uh, Get ready for climate lockdowns. But, you know, we'll probably have a mixture of both of them because they want you to stay healthy and get vaccinated, but they also don't want you to leave your house and they want you to give up your cars. So we've been warning you about these for months on this show. These unelected globalists are trying to put in a system in place for climate lockdowns in urban areas. Now, this is why they don't want you moving to the suburbs. It's convenient, isn't it? They really don't want you moving to the suburbs and they don't want you to have a garden. They have to register your gardens they don't want you buying those those gas guzzling cars. So they really want you in urban areas and they want to take away your cars. They've said this publicly and it's not a conspiracy theory. It's on their freaking website and it's already happening. So if you've got friends that say, hey, Janice, you're a crazy nut for watching that redacted and spewing these conspiracy theorists. Yeah, just why don't you go to the World Economic Forum's website and hand it right to that guy's face. And show them, here it is, right here. Oh, and then, oh, and then why don't you also point out the cities where this is already happening? You could show them that. And then that person might say to you, say, Janice, okay, maybe you're not as crazy as I thought, but I'm going to go get some lunch now. Stop walking around and showing me websites. So it's not a conspiracy theory. It's written right out and published on their site. And it's already happening. We're going to show you the latest plan for this city planning in just a minute. But first, we got our first taste of these climate lockdowns already. And one that stood out to me particularly was this summer. It didn't get a lot of attention. And it was in France. Now, I don't know how many of you remember this, but I do. And there was a lot of interesting pieces about this because it was basically like, hey, these are the things you you are allowed to do during a heat wave. And these are the things you're not allowed to do. You are not allowed to go to this place, this place, this place, this place. But you are allowed to go over here because we've somehow designated that you're allowed to go. Here's the BBC story from that summer. Europe heat wave, outdoor events banned in parts of France. And I'll just read through some of the pieces of it. Um, Here's a quote. Uh, Concerts and large public gatherings have been called off in, in, in and around the gridiron department in Bordeaux. On Thursday, parts of France hit 40 degrees Celsius earlier in the year than ever before, with temperatures expected to peak on Saturday. Scientists say periods of intense heat are becoming more frequent and longer lasting as a result of global warming. So as an example of the media lies, the article claims, quote, temperatures could hit 39 degrees Celsius in Paris and droughts have also raised the risk of wildfires, forecasters said. And a woman, I love that they quote this woman here, Jacqueline Bernard. I'm 86 years old. I was born here, but I think this is the worst heat wave I've ever seen, she says, says Jacqueline. Wow, that's some journalism. <laughs> that's some great journalism. I think, I think, I think we've got to wait. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. <laughs> and there we have the answer to all of our problems right there. I'll tell you. We have, um, this is an insane world. And people keep buying this garbage. It is, it's incredible. We, we have this whole thing right here where people keep listening. It's like the, the weather could get this hot. I think that it happened this way. I'm sure I, I remember it to be like this. I recollect there's no fact anymore. 
and people are buying this. And the thing is, they're they're lining all of this up because they're all of their methods of keeping people under control are falling apart. There's a whole bunch of people that are standing up here, just we're just watching them, going, "Are you done yet? Let us know when your clown show is over, because we're not buying this soup. It's cold and it stinks, and we're not involved in it." But, but the realities are pretty dire if they continue. Europe's energy crisis is just beginning, as we know. And according to the IEA, if Russia's gas supply drops to zero and the Chinese LGN demand hits 2021 levels, the EU could have a supply-demand gap of 27 billion cubic meters. Now, what's interesting is that Russia has said now it will not sell oil to anybody that is supporting the globalist price cap, which we are one of them. And that goes into effect in January and it will stay in effect until July. Now that's pretty critical to understand because our gas production has been, has been reduced or our oil production has been reduced. And so we've been putting ourselves as a dependent of Russia as the Biden administration grovels to try to do whatever it needs to do to get gas, that should send a red flag up to everybody and ask yourself why, because the American oil industry is powerful. They're not saying much. That's telling me they're not in bed with Biden's and they're probably just told Biden to go pound sand, which doesn't bother me at all. But the next piece of to come in after are cows. Yes, cows. You know that because this is the environmentalists are worried as always about the devastation of cow farts among other things. Cows and sheep emit plant-warming methane simply by digesting food. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) That's just incredible. Their manure and their urine are a source of nitrogen oxide, which in large large volumes throws ecosystems off, off kilter. So in New Zealand, they've come up with a way of putting a hole. I'm actually not exaggerating about this. They've put a hole in cows' stomachs so they can add an additive they will now dispel the methane somehow. This is this is all t- part of this insanity. We are creating a culture that's living through a psychosis. And that's effectively what we're witnessing. This psychosis has come about through this intense immersion in fear. And this mass psychosis has literally destroyed brains. And, I, and I'm not exaggerating this at all. We have people that are living now in a state of insanity. And it's only going to get worse going forward until we start to get them back to the plane of normal. But this isolation that happened, which is non-human, the willingness of people to be accept the fear porn that was put at them, and then worse, as they were isolated, the only echo chambers they had around them were constantly telling them that they were going to die, there was something going to happen, this disease was going to get them. They literally snapped. And we've had a mass of people across this world that have literally mentally snapped environmentalists, if you're listening, you're one of them. You're a whole batch of them. Liberal left progressives, you're a big part of that problem as well. In fact, if you're a progressive left member, and if you know me, I'd just like to know that I would encourage you to get a lobotomy because you're done. Your brain is fried. And this is one of these things that as we go forward, what we're seeing here is that the ones that have endured this are those that have stayed strong in faith They've been able to rock themselves solidly on that rock of faith, anchor themselves solidly on that rock of faith. And in that process, all of this storm that's wrapping around us, this is the real storm. This is the storm. 
And it's this swirling devastation of PSYOP war that's all around us. And those that have not been anchored in faith are getting slaughtered. And it's not going to get any better at all. Not for a while. And that's why we've got to continue to be prepared for what's coming. But be prepared as well that they're going to try every trick in the book. And the target that they're going to go after the most is going to be the cities. Because that's where they can control their subjects. This is a really interesting perspective. It may not agree with everybody, but I thought this was a really interesting perspective in a very spiritual way about our role and what's ahead. So take a listen to this. What they didn't know was you were sent to be their peace. What they didn't know was you were sent there to help them. What they didn't know was you were the answer to that prayer that they said in their heart when they prayed. What they didn't know was God was going to use you to give them everything they had wanted. What they didn't know was they had a real one. What they didn't know, you were loyal. You were for real. You were the truth. You were the one. The answer, the solution to everything that they needed. Everything God was trying to provide for them, He was going to do it through you. And they blew it. They blew it. They let you go. They betrayed you. They talked about you. They trashed you. They did harmful things to you. They did all that stuff. And never once knew it was you that was sent to help them. It was you who was supposed to be the blessing. And now they're going to find out they'll never find that again. Because from here on out, they're going to continue to reap what they gave to you. Ooh, that's kind of intense, isn't it? Well, that's a perspective. And whether you agree with it or not, I think there's a lot of truth in it. Because there's a lot of this that there has been this absolute disregard for those that stood strongly in the face of this tyranny. And tyranny is, is the outcome of psychosis. This, is, this psychosis feeds on itself. And it's only going to continue to get worse for those that are in it because they have it is a trap that they're cycled in all the time. Take a listen to this next piece. This is a piece of Tucker had the woman from uh, Libs of TikTok on. I find this very interesting at the end, especially I played this earlier today, but I wanted to play it tonight. This piece is interesting, not only in the discussion about this. This is an extension of the psychosis is what you're going to hear here, but also in the perspective of when she's asked if it's a spiritual issue about it. And she's very hesitant to approach this but she comes to the right decision or right to statement. So, or conclusion, I should say, take a listen. How, what is going on here? Do you have any theories? I think there's, um, there's something so unique about the LGBTQ community has become this cult and it's so captivating and it pulls people in so strongly, unlike anything we've ever seen. Um, and they, they brainwash um, people to join and they convince them of all of these things. Um, and it's really, really hard to get out of it. It's really difficult. And, and there are studies on this. Like there have been, there's been a lot of reporting on this about people, uh, parents who are like, you know, my child is 
is starting to say, you know, that they're non-binary or transgender or whatever. And what do I do? How do I, how do I stop this? And it's really, really difficult. It, it's, it's unlike anything we've ever seen, I think. Um, it's extremely poisonous. But do you see a spiritual component to any of this? Um, <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I do. I do. I, think, I don't think this makes sense at all. No, it, it makes, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and I think, I think they're just, I think they're evil. Um, and, and sometimes we try to, we try to, to, um, to break it down a lot. And, you know, we, we discuss like why this is happening, what's happening and whatever. And I think sometimes the simplest answer is like, they're just evil. They're bad people. They're just evil people. And they want to, and they want to groom kids. Yeah. They're recruiting. There you go. So this is a point that everybody has to start settling in on is this evil is everywhere. These people have no intention in any way of doing good for you. And they, they have no intention of making your life easier. They have no intention of doing something nice like this. this the one I love is the universal basic income. We're going to offer you a universal basic income, which will guarantee you a basic salary each month. And with that, we'll guarantee you the health care system, a perfect health care, which is now a human right. You'll be given a 300-square-foot low-carbon footprint box to live in. We will take care of you. We will provide your food. We will grow it in the cities. We will do all sorts of good things for you. None of this is for you. This is for them. It's going to be genetically engineered to keep your energy levels low and your brain capacity minimized. It's just like right out of every dystopian sci-fi film you've ever seen. You're, you're, I can't wait, actually, till they start getting the UBIs in place for the liberals in the cities because it, you, the next thing, first thing you're going to hear is, we won, we won. And you're going to be like, okay, climate lockdowns now. You'll be like, good, we can get rid of the cars. Of course, it'll only be for them because us out here, we're going to be like, whatever, dude, don't come in my county. You come in my county, we'll send you out in a box. And that's going to be a universal rally cry. I'm already foreseeing it. It's, this is, I just gave you a prophetic moment. That across the United States, there'll be a statement by all the patriots that'll just be offering box services for any federal agent that comes into your county. Home delivery, in fact. It's interesting. Kester, the, my last name, Kester, they used to be, bo they were Dutch box makers. Might have to revive that trade along with millstones. It sounds like we got a new opportunity coming. But anyway, that said, we have this, We'll have this great surge in liberal excitement as the UBI gets rolled in. And then they're going to get their monthly statement. They're going to be like, dude, I'm making $1,800 a month. And I'm, I've got a free housing. I've got free this. I've got free that. And then they're going to get the statement. They're going to be like, what's this, man? They took out $1,200 for my rent. They took out $200 for my electricity. They're charging me an additional $100 to have a use of a car once a week, an electric car. And, and then I have to pay my water, and that's an additional $100. I'm left with not enough money to buy food, and then I got a ticket for jaywalking, and they say I have to pay it, and now my social credit score has died. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be worth the show just to go through it, because until everybody suffers with their stupid dreams and realizes how they're going to fail, we're not going to get them out of the psychosis. So we, this is literally a clown world. 
And there's a whole bunch of people that have bought into it. And what we need to keep doing is pressing for truth. But the climate lockdowns are real. Cows were one. England now is putting out an urgent water rationing issue. And in Colorado, they've already issued a water rationing issue. They're going to start recycling poop water so that you can drink that. But they're guaranteeing you it's healthy and safe. I'm sure that's going to be great. I can't wait to visit Colorado. It's like a bottled human recycled water. Your favorite. And then you've got in, in, in Germany, pig herds in Germany have shrunk to a record low as producers battle soaring input costs. This is happening all over. So as the herds are being cut down intentionally, fuel costs are going up. This is all by design. And the problem is that people have become so dependent on this master architecture, they keep looking here in surprise. It's like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? Well, go back to the old ways. Start being more self-sufficient. That's the only way forward here. You're going to have to grow your own food. You're going to have to start growing some of your own animals. And you're going to have to be resourceful. It's just the way it's going to be. We're going to deal with some very difficult times. They're going to play with the water. And, oh, by the way, up in Alberta, it's not, not a, shouldn't come as any surprise, there's an anthrax outbreak for cattle. Isn't that interesting? Anthrax outbreak. wonder what caused that. The strange thing is, it just so happened that the week before the anthrax outbreak, a bunch of Canadian federal officers were investigating the very property where the anthrax outbreaks started a week later, almost like maybe they dropped something in the water. You think? I'm sure that's purely conspiracy tin hatter stuff right there. Canada would never poison the water to kill the animals to force people to eat bugs, now would they? Man, stuff just doesn't stop, and this is who we're dealing with. You're dealing with pure evil. And then the other economic outcome of this is that there's farmers on a large scale that are suffering from major shortages in supplies and cost increases, which is one of those is diesel, which is both cost and availability. And as these things hit the farmers, well, that bread basket that we're so accustomed to, it's just not going to be there. They're not going to stop producing for themselves, but you're going to see farmers go bankrupt. That's going to happen. And the producer, the people that are buying their food, which will be the distributors, aren't willing to pay the increase in costs. So it is an intentional act. There is a limitation of how much the distributors are going to be willing to pay. Some of that is being driven by your commodities market in Chicago. Some of that is being driven by just in unwillingness of retailers to pay more because they're looking for alternative sources. What are those alternative sources? Kroger is one of them. And Kroger is now buying from these vertical agriculture facilities. One of the largest is in Texas in Austin. But it gets better. Kroger and Albertsons, as you know, did a merger. And though it hasn't, it hasn't been formally finalized yet, it's going to have huge impact on the country. So under, under the list of known, you probably know a few, a few of these, Kroger and Fred Meyer, Fred Meyer's in the Northwest, Safeway and Albertsons, they're part of the one crew. Kroger and, like I said, Kroger and Fred Meyer, there's many other stores under each one of their brands. But what they've decided is as they bring these together, they're going to start shutting down grocery stores that are overlapping. So in, in my town, there's a Safeway, there's an Albertsons, and there's a Kroger. The chances are that you're probably going to close one or two of those other stores with this merger. So this is the sort of thing that they're playing. Now, what does that mean? It means that when you get to a point where you're 
having to deal with food shortages, and it, food shortages are going to become more common. And it's not necessarily going to be full things out of the store, but just like here in my small town, they didn't get a delivery this week. So a lot of the produce was very scarce for a day. This is probably going to become more common as there's more difficulty in moving goods and services with trucking issues, diesel issues, and quite frankly, the most blatant of them all, truckers just dropping dead because of heart attacks thanks to this vax. In the travels that I've made in the last few months, I've never seen more single car truck accidents in my life or single vehicle accidents. And I mean like it's in environments where there's turns, sometimes it's a straight roadway and the truck is just driven into the ditch. This is becoming a new normal. So you're going to see a decline in the delivery of certain things. You're going to start seeing some shortages. Food costs are going up naturally. That's another measure of shortage if you can't afford it. And then as you see these consolidations happen, then they're going to start limiting your access. So if you if one store was out of something before, you could go over to another store. That's going to start being reduced. And that also means they're going to start tailoring what's offered so that you're going to be buying their brands more and more, and you're going to be buying their products that they determine are going to be good for you. So you shall be eating the bugs. It's coming. They're, they're queuing this whole thing up. And all of this is geared towards their climate crisis and climate lockdowns that are coming. So, again, be prepared. Continue to stock up. Continue to get yourself as adaptable as possible because this zoo is going to get crazier. And then we are looking as well, if you want to look over to a global issue, start looking at what's happening in China because China's starting to unravel. And that has huge implications for us. So as we talk about the dollar declining, basically what's happening on a global level is the, the underpinning currency for the world has been the petrodollar. That has now lost its basis because the Saudis have now decided to take on other currencies to pay for oil. There is an attempt to shift towards a BRICS nation concept, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, which would give you a gold-backed currency. What people are missing is if that system was all up and ready, it would have already be in full swing. It's not yet. And while Russia is trying to fight for that dominance of the ruble, a gold-backed ruble, China is trying to get the yuan working and, it's, and this Silk and Road project, which is failing. Countries are panicking to look for other alternatives for currencies, a replacement for the dollar, because that's sinking. You're starting to see the breakup of the nation state. And with that, the elites are in full-blown panic. They may not tell you that. They'll probably act like they're not. They're like, oh, this is good. We got them. They really don't. Because the problem with all of this is people are awakening to their measure of tyrannical control and what it is to be in, in a debt slave in their system and how deeply they've rigged this system. It's becoming more and more exposed. So there's only a few options ahead. One of those that they're going to have to create will be a climate lockdown. And that's, like I said, they're queuing that narrative up. And with that, they're going to circumvent any idea that you might have of the Constitution. If you still believe the Constitution is in effect, I pity you. Because you are living in a dream. We have an amazing document that needs to be reset in this nation. But politics should prove to you at this point in time with what just happened to Kerry Lake in Arizona. Not that I told you so, but I told you so. That there was no red wave, that was a complete garbage nonsense, and everybody that believed that the vote was going to make a huge difference, it just failed. 
And the big stab in your eye and big reminder to everybody was doesn't matter how corrupt the vote system is, they own enough judges that they will make sure that this never, the people never again get a voice if we use their system. That's what they want you to believe or understand because they, they, they have this system rigged top to bottom. And you can thank the 17 intelligence agencies and you can thank a whole bunch of government senior executive service folks and you can blame every single person that's on the public dole that could never figure out how to do a, a work for themselves and work in their own job but decided to go get an easy way so they would get the benefits and the cushiness and the retirement accounts that the taxpayers paid for and call it theirs. That's the fool's game. Until we get back to Americans being independent, willing to take the risk to start their own businesses, start being small business driven again, agree on small governments, not be inclined every single time someone throws a carrot in front of them and says, we've got you here. We're going to give you a big 401k boost, some golden handcuffs and a golden parachute. I mean, come on. I mean, this whole thing in government has been the biggest trap ever. And it's all on the back of taxpayers. This is the funny part. If you've ever worked around D.C., it's ludicrous. One of the reasons I did close down my defense business is because it literally is a, it's, it's a siphon. You're taking money off the back of working people to do what? And they try to give everybody in the government tries to make it sound like the world cannot exist without their job. I proved that's not true. I shut my business down and the government still got bigger. I don't know how that happened because I believed that you couldn't exist without my talent. Not true. I'm just kidding. But that's really that's really the whole idea, right? And so it is important that we start getting down to the basics of coming together strongly in communities and understand what we are dealing with here. This is a government that has massive overreach. You have a government that just funded more money into the FBI to deal with online extremism. I'm sure I'm a rash on somebody's computer. And all of this because they are losing control of the narrative. So the lockdowns are coming. And I'm sure right on the heels of that, we're going to get a space alien invasion. we got to have that for 2023. I'm going to be really disappointed if we don't get aliens invading us by the end of 2023. I'm really excited about it, too. Because there's probably going to be like, you know, knowing these retards, they're going to probably do something like Jesus on a flying saucer coming in and going, well, we, we couldn't afford, we couldn't do the two things at once because you guys were going too fast. So we decided to combine the return of Jesus and put him on top of a UFO and we're going to do Project Bluebeam and make it all come together. And please don't fall for that. I'm serious. Come on. So we've got alien invasions to look forward to, the collapse of the dollar. The real part of it is there's real people dying and suffering from the vax and that can't be overlooked. And all of this is to obscure ultimately the greatest, greatest threats to humanity, which all deal with what? Always children. If they are allowing and pursuing children grooming in the open, you know how important it is for them to go after the children. They're not afraid anymore. They need to be afraid. They need to be afraid. So children, for those youth that are listening, for your education program today, let's talk about your two favorite words, your four-letter words. One is ready ammo there you go ammo that's it and what's the other one guns g-u-n-s that's it ammo and guns a-m-m-o and the other one is spelled g-u-n-s you will you will get a test on this later on 
And the third one, for your, for your consideration, please do some research on this, is what we call LED, L-E-A-D. It all comes together in one happy story. We're family-friendly here. We're patriot-friendly here. I tell you, food shortages, they say, may even worsen by the end of or through 2023. No kidding. That's a headline. Good for you to catch up. Glad you're there. Man. So, and in the final comment tonight, just about this storm up in the Northeast, there's a couple things. So, first of all, there was a story about a homeless guy that a, a woman found that brought he she brought her him into her home, her apartment. He had plastic bags on his hands, and he had massive frostbite, huge blisters on his hands. She called the police. She called the National Guard. Nobody had time to respond. They couldn't get an ambulance out there. Um, she was so desperate. She was on social media just giving testimony, showing pictures of him, just like, I don't want this guy to die in my house. Well, tons of credit to this wonderful woman who ended up saving this guy. And because of her efforts, the this guy is homeless, and he has, he's got apparently some some mental issues. He got very disoriented and scared in the storm and decided to try to walk home. And it ended up that they were able to get him to a hospital. The community came together and responded to her social media calls. The community came together. They got him to a hospital and they got hold of the sister who was, the sister just saw it and was able to get in touch and get to her brother and her brother is now alive. Thanks to one heroic person up in Buffalo so really just wonderful, wonderful work. And my last comment on this whole storm thing. I said this today on the commentary earlier in the show, and I'm just going to kind of repeat it here. Much of the storm issue is about hyper, hyper fear stuff again. They're trying to keep people in this cycle of fear. Oh, it's a big storm. Oh, it's crazy. Okay, so I hear that the storm came in with an Arctic blast. It's not a normal thing, but it does happen. This is not like a once in a million year event, and it's not because of climate change. It's simply because there's weather patterns that actually shift. If anything, what we're doing right now is we're going through a polar shift, which is quite possible because there's a lot of issues on your magnetic north, and it's been shifting steadily away from the poles. So we are probably going through some sort of pole shift, which is going to create a lot of chaos in the storms and other events. But it's not because cow farts, and it's definitely not because of people farts, and it's definitely not because of your gas-consuming vehicle. All of that is about control, to try to get into your head and control you. What this is right now, though, is also a demonstration of how ill-prepared and how uneducated so many people have become in the places they live. Now, Buffalo, New York is not a stranger to cold. It gets so cold up there that the Niagara Falls freezes sometimes. That would be cold. That's a moving mass amount of water that freezes solid. That's cold. So if you're living in a cold environment, as a guy who has lived in cold environments and also lived in extreme hot hurricane environments and tornado alleys, let me give you a couple simple suggestions prepare the stuff in your car in case of an event. In Florida, every year I made sure that we restocked the vehicles down there so we had water, 
we had flashlights, we had tents, we had sleeping bags, we had food, we had everything in the in the vehicle in case there was a hurricane warning. Similar in even when I was in Georgia, we got a tornado. We were right in Tornado Alley. One day I had to go to a, a we had to all move down on the farm to one solid place. I would quickly had my stuff ready to where I could pack my critical gear, get into a bag, and get down to that critical place. You've got to be prepared. When I lived up in northern Minnesota, the last winter I lived there, it was minus 40. That You know what the answer was at work when you called in and it, when they put the notice out to everybody? Hey, everybody, it's minus 40. Make sure you work on time. I'm not kidding. There's no compensation in these normal environments when it's this cold. You just have to prepare. You always carry a sleeping bag. You always carry food. You always carry an emergency blanket. You always carry water. And if you can, you carry a radio to get news, a battery-powered radio, and hopefully a handheld ham, ham radio, or at least some sort of, of CB, a citizen's radio. All of these things are normal. You don't rely on a cell phone, and, and you don't send messages like some girl did, sending these last death video to her parents. I mean, this is retarded. It is so ridiculous because it's, it's, a, it's a carelessness and an irresponsibility of the individual of not doing a common sense preparation. And this is going to get worse because many things are falling apart. And if people are not prepared, that means having a kid in your vehicle at all times. And that's basic escape and evasion type stuff to survive on if you need to. You need to have your house prepped. You need to be prepared for losing power. In Kentucky, they were doing, they're doing this ridiculous rolling blackout right now. It's devastating on your electronics if you're not prepared. They decided that every 120 minutes they're going to shut the power off for 10 minutes. That surge will fry everything in your electronics if you don't have sur- surge protectors in place. So this is the new world we're in. We have evolved from being a agrarian culture to being a world dominant leader in the world. We have now quickly devolved into being a third world nation. We're here. We've arrived. This is the same place of people getting stuck on air, air, air flights. That's another insanity. If you're going to fly right now and you are not expecting to be delayed, you're dumb. I don't know how else to say it. 3,000 flights were canceled by Southwest yesterday and thousands of flights were canceled over the weekend and people are upset. And I'm like, why are you upset? You had five days of knowing that the Arctic blast was coming in. Did you not use your brain for something other than a butt pillow? This is a time right now that people have to start really engaging in common sense. And with that, Change your habits. Change the way you live. That's how we adapt and win. If you're going to travel, plan on driving. And if you're going to drive, bring tools with you so you can work on your vehicle. If you don't know how to work on your vehicle, spend some time learning. Understand some basics in your vehicle. Most people don't anymore. It's amazing. Learn how to know how to check the air in the tire. I'm not being sarcastic here. Know how to check the air in the tire. Know how to change a belt. Know how to change change your oil. Know how to change an oil filter, an air filter. Understand your vehicle. Know where your fuse box is. Understand, carry an extra alternator if you have to. This is old school thinking. We've got to go back to it. That's how I grew up. And we've got to get back to this. 
Make sure you've got a spare. Make sure you've got a flat kit. Any, and I'm not, I, you know I love my Jeep, but any Jeep owner knows that if you go off-road, you're going to carry this stuff. Any off-roader knows you're going to carry this stuff. So if you're traveling now, use that as a common sense thing. So this is how we have to start thinking, and we have to think this way in order to survive going forward because the system is breaking down. And when people sit in their apartments like they are in Buffalo, freezing, we're trying to stay warm. We're trying to stay warm. We have no heat here. We have no heat. We have just enough fuel in the car. We're able to start it every hour to charge our cell phones. I'm like, what? The most important thing in freezing is your cell phone? That would not rank on my list. So no matter where you're living, no matter what station you're at, whether it's an apartment, whether it's a a shared apartment, whether it's a rental house, a house, a farm, whatever it is, folks, a trailer house, be prepared. And I can't stress that enough because there's no reason that any of us, after three years of this constant discussion, if you've been with the channel that long, but for the five years of, of the whole movement since Trump came to power, nobody should be unprepared at this point in time. It's delinquent and negligent at the best because you put burdens on other everybody else. And I'm not saying anybody else, but when I look at what's going on up at Buffalo and some of these people putting out social media stuff and I'm shaking my head and I'm going, I'm sorry for you, but reality sucks. And you had all the opportunity to prepare. And that's what we have to do. And that's and doing so, we become leaders in our community. And that's what we have to be focused on. Things are going to get tough. There's no question about it. And the evil people up top don't have any intention of making your life easy. But what defeats them is when we can show that we can persevere, overcome, navigate around what they do, and keep going, and that we prove to them they have no control over us. That's where we win. And we will win this. Let's pray. Father, we're blessed to be here tonight in this amazing fellowship that expands across the world. And we're just really humbled by all the love and wisdom that you continue to shower down upon us. We just pray tonight, Father, for this this remnant that's here listening and is connected together, that we continue to foster and build the relationships with one another, to continue to be wise in our decisions moving forward, to keep ourselves prepared for the unexpected, to be attentive to the environments in which we live, not to be ignore, not to ignore them, to be to use common sense in the ways that we travel, to be realistic about what it is in being in a war environment. Unfortunately, Father, there's too much effort right now of people wanting to keep life as it is. They don't want to sacrifice. They want things to continue to go as they were and believe that they can. And so we pray right now is just for this more common sense focus that things have changed. We must adapt. We must start acting and living the roles of this new world that we're trying to live in, not trying to recreate the old world simply because we like one thing or another or because it's our passion or whatever. We have to start adapting to this new way of being. And it's being responsible. It's being good stewards. It's being more connected to our world. Stepping aside and living with less, being more better stewards with what we're given. We just pray for that to settle in on people's hearts and the wisdom that goes with it. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name.
Amen. So there's a, a lot of challenges ahead. We're going to do fine as, as long as you're paying attention and you're not getting lazy. In the midst of all of this, too, make sure in the final words tonight just that you are taking, maintaining good strength in your health. Keep your supplements up, whatever you're using. If you're using herbs and tinctures, keep them going. If you are using vitamins, keep them going. Make sure you're getting good sleep. And these are just common sense things. And make sure you're getting some exercise. These things maintain the body system. The body system is going to be one of the most important parts for all this. You don't need that going down. And if you have the opportunity this year, in the coming months in particular, get some training on first aid and especially critical care, dealing with trauma injury, these sorts of things. So you, again, you're adding to your skills and you're becoming a better asset, not just for yourself and for your friends and family, but for those in the community. The system's falling apart, Patriots. It's going to be on us to start stepping in and filling the gap and being that strong. It's essential. And unfortunately, we have a lot of people out here that literally are walking around like a sheep with a hook in its nose, and they're just being led, and they're not thinking, and they're just like waiting for somebody to fly out of the sky and save them, and that's not going to be that way. We're going to be that strength to change things, and we have to continue to change things with the strength that we have, the gifts that we have, and the strength that we have in Father God. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue this enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them.
This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 